Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 30th. We haven't been with you for a while because we've been just taking it easy. No, actually, we've been uh, watching a lot of baseball drafts, participating in a lot of baseball drafts. So we've been busy, but uh, we got a few things to talk about today. It's going to be a lot of business oriented, and then we'll talk about our ADPs. But Derek, you're up in uh, Super Bowl country right now. I'm glad you're greeting them with some fine winter weather as well. It's going to cool down this weekend. How's life up there in Minneapolis? Well, Minneapolis, I actually haven't been up there. Uh, you know, I live about 20 minutes south of, of downtown. I haven't been to the to the sports hub offices. They say it's it's getting busy everywhere. People are starting to show up, and restaurants are packed. Um, I'm actually not all of that excited about the game, especially now that the Vikings aren't in it. So I don't even know that I'll get up in the into the Minneapolis area to to partake in any of this stuff. I don't have a too many people down there. It's it's just or up there, I guess, if you if you will. Um, but yeah, I mean, you listen to the radio. Everything's it's packed. Everywhere is packed. People are people are enjoying the heck out of it as they should. Uh, to me, I guess it's just not my my cup of tea this year. It would have been been a lot more fun if the purple were playing. But uh, you know, it's it's warm today. And it's going to be warm tomorrow. Close to close to almost forty, I guess. Again, but uh, like you said, this weekend it's going to get down to to vintage uh, Minnesota cold weather. So we'll greet them with. Uh, some uh, below zero wind chills and stuff like that. So we'll we'll see. You know what though? People are gonna love. It. They're still gonna be tailgating. Everything's gonna be, you know, not so on on Friday and Saturday, and especially on Sunday. So uh, maybe I get down there, but uh, I, I wouldn't bet on it. So it sounds like you're not over the loss by the Vikings. In other words, Tom, the Vikings fans they're they're gonna hold on to this for a long <laughs> time. But, Lord, I know you can just, you can hear it. You can hear it in his voice, right? I mean, they didn't even deserve to be in the damn game to begin with. They lucked into the NFC Championship game. They had no business being there. They got beat by the Saints. And you know what? God just said, you know what? We can't have an imposter in the Super Bowl. So the Eagles smacked the Vikings all over the place in the championship game. That's how it worked out. That's exactly how it worked out, Derek. Just accept it. I did. There you go. There you go. So, hey, Tom, what is the damn Super Bowl, man? Go! It's it's in your freaking city. Have fun. Enjoy it. Heck, they got Radio Row at the Mall of America. Go to the Mall of America, man. That, that is the Look last place on earth you want to go at any time, based on the people. Let alone when half the world's here. Uh, I will. I would avoid the Mall of America like the plague. Yeah, and I think all the guys on Radio Row are saying the same thing. I can't believe they have that down there. But uh, we'll have to talk to our brethren at the SiriusXM, see how things are going at the Mall of America. (laughs) But, uh, wow, what an interesting one. All right, here's some news. Right now we're working on the rules for the MFL 10s and the NFFC. Yes, the NFFC as well. And uh, 
we're going to have these babies launched. I can't say exact date, but hopefully by the early March, uh, first week of March, maybe even before that. And that includes the NFFC. We're pushing hard to get everything out. We got the rules done and uh, the site's getting ready. So I just want to give you the news. Get ready, football fans, because the NFFC, we launched, believe it or not, uh, in late May last year. Hopefully we're going to be at least two months ahead of that, maybe even more this year. So get ready. We're going to do that. And we're working on the fab. Derek, we've tested it thoroughly. We've got it looking good. Next step is you're going to take a video and you're going to show people the new features on there. And the IT feels like we're, we're going to be able to roll this out for everybody pretty soon. So everyone's going to get a chance to see it. But first things first, let's talk about that video you're going to put together. Yeah, today's Tuesday. I hope to have it done uh, later tonight and then I'll scrub it and make sure I don't want to make a fool of myself. But uh, we'll get it out. Uh, we'll, have it, we'll, have a, we'll have it on YouTube and then we'll link it right to the site. But basically what I'm going to do is just show the, the new features and kind of the, how the watch list filters into multiple teams and how quickly you can navigate any from you know, basically anywhere inside the NFBC universe, if you will, into a free agency tab or into a player tab to see, you know, where, if he's on teams, if on your teams, if he's on a team in, in your league, if he's a free agent and how quickly, you know, you can navigate. So that's, ba that's basically the goal. Just showing, you know, I mean, most people are familiar with, you know, if you played with us before, you're familiar with how, how it worked in, on the stats side. This one's just going to show how things have improved. And if you're a newbie, it'll give you, you know, it'll be basically a fab 101 for you. So uh, I will hopefully have that done tonight and have it ready out and linked tomorrow at some point. Yeah, the key is if you have multiple teams, this is going to save you a lot of time on Sundays, especially. You're going to be able to search for players very easily on all your teams. You're going to search for free agents for all your teams and tell you where that guy is available. It's just going to save you a lot of time, and that's what we're trying to do, save you a lot of time. So this video will spell that out for you, and again, it'll be on your sites pretty soon. Uh the technology's there. It's all done. We've tested it thoroughly. We're happy with what it looks like. We hope that you guys take a look at it, help us tweak it maybe a little bit more, but uh, we've had a test run, and the guys like it the way it is, so we are rolling that baby out. Speaking of good technology, Tom, we've been watching drafts each night. The cut lines have been going very well. We're not even answering help calls. That's a good sign that the technology's working when everybody's leaving us alone, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's proof that the draft room is, is functioning at a high level. It means everybody knows what they're doing. It means it's easy to find players, easy to draft players. Yeah, I, I haven't had a single help call. I don't I don't think you did. I think Derek nope. said he had one. Is that right, Derek, on I had, Saturday? I had, so. Yeah, I had one out of four drafts so far, and it was literally a, more of a question than I – it wasn't even a mistake or anything. <laughs> or a wrong, it, was, it was more of a question that I answered right away. But last night, I'm getting lucky on cut lines. I had a cut line last night again, a second cut line for two hours and four minutes. That's less than three wow. minutes around these guys are flying through. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I've had oh. – the, the first two I watched were, were right over two hours, just like two hours and two minutes, two hours and five so, yeah, I mean, I just I think the fact that we've had one help call in all the drafts that we've watched so far, the live ones online, I mean, that, that speaks to the technology advancements our guys have made, thanks to everybody in St. Louis. And I think it just it bodes well for, for a great, great season. All right, sounds good. Let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing in those drafts. We can look at our NFBC ADPs, if you will. Derek, you saw a couple of things moving. What have you seen in our NFBC drafts so far? What trend do you see right now? 
Pitching, pitching, and pitching. I mean, I know uh, we were going into the year thinking our people, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, we've seen our, our pitchers start going higher and higher and more of them in the first top rounds. And we knew we had a solid four starting pitchers, you know, with the big four. But you're even seeing guys like Strasburg and Bumgarner crack the first round at this point in some drafts. And just even guys that were going, you know, eighth round, ninth round, tenth round to start, such as guys like Louis Castillo. The helium has started on these guys. I saw Louis Castillo go in the fifth round of a draft champions yesterday. Um, so that's one of the trends I've noticed. And then uh, I've noticed a trend on, uh, you know, some of our shortstops. Trey Turner's actually, in the last week to ten days, overtaking Goldschmidt as uh, the number three pick, essentially. And I don't know if that's partly because of the humidor stuff going on in Arizona. People are starting to maybe fade Goldschmidt. Maybe he's, you know, people feel he's not going to steal as many bags anymore. He's going to lose a power. I don't know the exact reason, but that that's another trend I've, I've seen. Yeah, and Tom, you were saying you've been seeing uh, Blackman going ahead of Harper. We obviously took Harper in the FSTA, like him, heading into his free agent season, but that's one thing we've seen. Harper falling a little bit, right? Yeah, both Blackman and Mookie Betts are moving ahead of Bryce Harper right now. Harper, just looking at drafts in the last week, uh, has an ADP of uh, nine right now. Betts is right ahead of him. Blackman, two picks ahead of him. So that's Bryce Harper's dropping a little bit. Personally, I love it. I, I you know, we, we've argued about why we liked him. It was primarily due to two things. One, he's an, an MVP talent. We know that. And number two, he's in a walk year. So you're talking about huge motivation. He could get the highest free agent contract in Major League Baseball history. So there's a lot of incentive here for Bryce Harper to stay healthy and have a big year. And if you're getting him nine, ten picks into your draft, I think that's a heck of a way to start. All right, the big news in baseball, there hasn't been much. It's been the coldest hot stove league I can remember. Tom, it involved our Brewers. Big, big trade getting yep. Christian Yelich from Miami, giving up Lewis Brinson and other prospects as well. But, man, think about it. Three years ago, the Brewers had one of the worst farm systems in baseball. Now they have an excess of talent. They can trade it for guys like Yelich. Listen, he's got five years left on his contract. That's a fantastic pickup. And then he signed Lorenzo Cain as well. So we've got some shifting going on there. What do you think of the trade? What do you think of the Brewers? And did it have any effect on NFBC drafts? Yeah, I, I love it personally. I mean, they're becoming relevant. This is what you do when you have a great farm system now. You use it to acquire talent. And Yelich is young. He's on a great affordable team contract for five years. So that's a that's a fantastic target. It's not like you're trading young guys for, you know, Miguel Cabrera or something. You know, you're trading them for another young player in, in Kristen Yelich. And Lorenzo Cain's game, I know at five years in his 30s, some people might be a little concerned about that. But, you know, his, his game really, I think, will handle well, hold up well in terms of uh, the aging process. So I'm not worried about him. As far as, you know, the ADP, you know, we're definitely seeing Christian Yelich move up right now in drafts in the past week, ADP at 64. So I think that's, I think he's going to rise. I mean, again, look at some of the outfielders going ahead of him right now in the past week. you got Starling Marte, A.J. Pollock, uh, Tommy Pham. I could see Yelich going ahead of all those guys, you know, before it's all said and done. You know, this guy could hit 30 bombs in Milwaukee. With a great average, so a tremendous player, a tremendous spot for him, 
And I've always liked Lorenzo Kane. I'm a big Lorenzo Kane guy, so I'm thrilled that he's back in Milwaukee where his career started. Right now, his ADP is just, just inside the 100 spot uh, after the trade, so I'm not sure he'll move up too significantly, but I do like him. I've always liked him a lot. Actually, though, looking at some of the outfielders going ahead of him, he's going behind Andrew McCutcheon. I take him over McCutcheon. I take him over Cespedes, mainly because Cespedes gets hurt all the time. But uh, so Kane could move up a little bit. Domingo Santana is the interesting guy, I think, here. Because right now, will he stay in Milwaukee or will they use him to go out and try to get a Chris Archer or a Danny Salazar? Because that's what they're trying to do is get a big-time starter now. Yeah, Yelich's ADP before the trade was 70. Then all of a sudden, I saw him going into 50. So that's why his ADP on our site is moving on up. Uh, listen, I could see this guy going into 50s. He's definitely a fourth-round pick right now. He's in a great offense. I think the Brewers are going to score a lot of runs. It'll be interesting to see if they move Ryan Braun to first base, uh, you know, use him there, and maybe some in the outfield. Are they going to trade uh, Santana? It sure looks like it. And if they do, they'll do it for pitching. So uh, the Brewers aren't done yet. They've got a lot more going on. Like you said, Lorenzo Cain, he's probably going around 90. I don't think he's going to move all that much. But uh, Lewis Brinson, his ADP was 329. Watch where he goes now in the next couple weeks because uh, he's got a chance to be the – a starter there right away. They might as well throw him out there, see how he can do. He dominated AAA, but every time he came to the majors, he just could not get it done. So maybe he's one of these guys like Buxton that needs a couple of uh, appearances before he does it. But he's going to get a shot now, and I like him an awful lot. <laughs> I wish we would have taken him in the FSTA league, but uh, such is life. So, All right, Derek, what else you got there? Uh, we're going to watch a few more drafts. We're starting to fill up these cut lines, and... Uh, I guess we're going to just see the player pool is going to establish itself, isn't it? Yeah, uh, another trend I've noticed, people are starting to move. Our, our ADPs, are, you know, they're out there for everybody to see now. They're, you know, yeah. Baseball HQ, USA Today, Rotowire. They're all over the place at this point. What I'm starting to see is people are now starting to... Uh, you know, still use him as a guy, but they're really starting to not use him as well. Uh, I've seen guys, like I mentioned, Castillo, just starting to fly off the boards. People are now going out. You know, it's getting close to February. People are going to get their guys. And they know the ADP is per getting very well established. So it's it's not moving as much as it did early, right? I mean, even if a, even a wild pick doesn't throw ADP off all that much at this point. So that's interesting to me. I, I like to watch. I, I mean, I, I've never been, I mean, I'm a fan of the ADP because it's, it's their numbers and their guys picking, but also there's that adage that most of the people contributing to the ADP don't win a league, right? So I like when guys start uh, not using it per se, if you will, or jumping guys two, three rounds and getting the guys you want. That's, that's what I like uh, this part of the season. So that's what I'm interested in when I'm watching drafts. I'm kind of, I keep the ADP open and then I like to I like to when guys you know flash guys a couple rounds I really like that <laughs> yeah I'm involved in a league with a bunch of speakers from the Arizona Fall League we got guys like Eric Carabal Tristan Cockcroft uh, from ESPN they've never played on our site before this is a free league we're having a lot of fun with it and uh, that draft board is out there as well I'll tweet out the link as well but check that out because that's a lot of fun these guys are Picking pitchers like Derek said, but they're also going after the closers. Jeff Erickson took uh, Jansen and Kimbrell at the 3-4 turn, and all of a sudden people were going after closers. So now the closers are on the board, which is very different from the FSTA draft. They held off on closers. So very interesting, but check out that board as well. So a lot of baseball news going on, a lot of business news, and I'm telling you, we're moving forward here. Baseball coming right around the corner. And like I said, football drafts are going to be live on the NFFC and MFL 10s before 
Maybe the end of February. Who knows? We'll see. But keep you uh, updated on that as well. Hey, so, that's fun. How about, about doing it. that? You can do a football. You might. You're going to be able to do a football draft and a baseball draft in the same night if you want. How fun is that? I don't think we've <laughs> ever had that happen, Tom. I don't think uh, stats ever got it live at that time before we got back from baseball. So yeah, that would be pretty. I will, I will guarantee you, we have guys that do a football draft and a baseball draft in the same night. Speaking of that, we got open spots in our cut line tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, and we got a cut line league open. So if you're, like I said, last night I watched it, two hours, four minutes, the guys were flying, a lot of fun. So if you're interested in drafting tonight, I'll be in there uh, moderating again. I like it. All right, jump on in. Those are cruising by. Software is working great. Everybody's prepared. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we'll talk to you maybe tomorrow on the same podcast. All right, see you then. Have a great day.